Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Welcome to the program. How can you uh, get away from such a wonderful program like Daryl Woods' Run to Win? And he always leaves us with these cliffhangers, so you can't wait to find out uh, the next day what's going on. So if you're interested in... um, uh, uh, what's happening in the Christian world, if you're interested in uh, update information on politics and society and uh, Christian living, run to win, hey, that's the program for you, followed by this particular program, which is Bible Talk. Number to call here, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss, and I'm here Live on the program. This is not a pre-recording, and you can call with any question you have about the Word of God. I'll do my very best to uh, give you an answer here. Uh, uh, after all, it is Monday, and it's Open Air Monday. But I don't care. I'm going to give you a challenge, even on Open Open uh, Air Monday. That's right. Where I'm going to have a challenge for you, uh, but you can ask me any question you want about anything in the Word of God. That is always welcome, especially today. Uh, and I'm going to give you a question that typically gets asked of you by Hindus, those who are into Hinduism, all right? Why? Well, why would they um, uh, say something about the Bible? Well, it is because, of course, they believe in the doctrine of reincarnation. That is, that as, as human beings live, uh, because of the law of karma, they uh, get negative karma. They don't call it sin necessarily, but they get negative karma that has to be removed by a process of reincarnation until finally you reach nirvana, which is their view of heaven. Of course, Buddha would take none of this. That is why he developed a religion, okay, whereby you could uh, uh, go through the reincarnations faster, all right, by following his uh, Four Noble Truths and his Eightfold Path. But let's look at uh, Hinduism and how they try to say that the Bible supports Hinduism. That's right. Some would say, okay, in the Hindu community, that the Bible 
supports reincarnation. Where? Well, actually, over in the New Testament, in Matthew chapter 11, so let us begin our journey. Uh, and, of course, you can deal with my challenge or any question or comment you have about the Word of God is welcome here. Just call that number, area code 866-423-9578. That's area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Here in Matthew chapter 11, we begin with a passage that some seem to uh, say teaches reincarnation. It's talking about John the Baptist. And it says, Matthew 11 and 1, And it came to pass when Jesus had made an end of commanding his 12 disciples, he departed thence to teach and to preach in their cities. Now, when John had heard in the prison, this is John the Baptist. He was in prison at the time when Jesus' ministry was uh, going on. Now, when John had heard in the prison the works of Christ, he sent two of his disciples. Okay, now these were disciples of John, okay? not of Jesus. And they were wondering, basically, whether Jesus was the Messiah. Let's continue. It says, and they said unto him, they said to Jesus, Art thou he that should come, or do we look for another? Okay, so... Uh, here, the disciples of John were making sure that this was the Messiah that was promised by Scripture and the one that was, um, you know, actually b- baptized by John the Baptist, just getting some extra confirmation, are you really the Messiah? Now, says in verse 4, Jesus answered and said unto them, Go and show John again those things which you do hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached unto them, right? And basically what all Jesus is doing is quoting from Isaiah chapter 35, showing the disciples of John, and ultimately John the Baptist, that he had to be the Messiah because he's fulfilling messianic prophecy, right? Then it goes on, verse 6, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Then it says in verse 7, they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitudes concerning John. Now he's going to talk about John. And boy, did he say some fantastic things about John the Baptist. He said, what went you out unto the wilderness to see? A reed shaken with with the wind? But what went you out for to see? A man clothed in soft raiment? He said, behold, they that wear soft clothing are in king's house. Then he says this in verse 9, But what went you out for to see? A prophet. Yes, I say unto you, and more than a prophet. Wow. So he's really praising John. Verse 10, For this is he of whom it is written. Here we go. Here comes the challenge, uh, Bible Talk audience. For this is he of whom, is it, of whom it is written. Behold, I will send my messenger before thy face, which I prepare thy way before thee. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there hath not risen greater than John the Baptist. Notwithstanding, he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. And that's not all he said. That's not all he said. Jesus continued. Verse 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence taken by force. For all the prophets and the law prophesied until John. Then 
Here is the key verse. It says in verse 34, and if you will receive it, right? Listen, listening audience, your challenge is about to be put on the table right now. And if you will receive it, this is Elijah, which was to come. What? That's what Jesus said about John the Baptist, that John the Baptist was the Elijah that was prophesied to come. And, of course, Malachi predicted the coming of uh, Elijah in the last days. Jesus said that, listen, listen to him, not me, Jesus. He said, and if you receive that, he's saying as if it's hard to accept. Jesus says, and if you will receive it, this is Elijah, which was for to come. Now, my question to the listening audience is simply this, all right? All you Bible readers out there, all you Bible students and scholars, um, is Jesus teaching reincarnation? How could he say that John the Baptist is the Elijah who's going to come? Yeah. Now, of course, John was about to die, all right? Uh, and so how could he, in fact, but how could he be called Elijah if Elijah, you know, wasn't on the scene, okay? Elijah already was taken up into heaven. He didn't die. But how how is it that John could be born and then come back somehow as Elijah? Is this keeping some kind of reincarnation? Does this fit into some kind of Hindu reincarnation theology? If it doesn't, show me why it doesn't. And show me why it doesn't from the Bible. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Ready for any question you've got about the Word of God. It doesn't have to deal with my particular topic. It can deal with something else. But the challenge is, what did it mean when it said here that he was Elijah, which was the, that was prophesied to come? Okay? How could... Uh, John the Baptist be Elijah, okay, who was prophesied to come. Is this teaching reincarnation, or what is it teaching? And what in the Bible explains what Jesus is talking about? That is your challenge. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. To be on the air, Bible talk, Pastor Emmy Mark. Any question you've got about the Word of God is welcome here. All you've got to do is give me a call. That phone line is wide open. You can handle my challenge if you like, or you might have something else on your mind that you're interested in hearing about from God's Word. If that's the case, all you've got to do is give me a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. Be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Mark. And the time is going by swiftly, so why don't you take advantage of it and call us on this particular program? So our phone lines are waiting for you. What did Jesus mean by this? How can John the Baptist be Elijah? Okay, please explain. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. And if you're listening to this program, let me uh, uh, say this. If you would like to uh, can have this program continue, the Bible Talk program, we've been on for a long time because of your faithful giving. We encourage you to continue to give and send those donations to P.O. Box. That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. 
That's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries, and we'd appreciate it very much. That is what keeps us going on the air. So if you do enjoy this uh, program, show how much you do by sending donations to P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Appreciate hearing from you. Make out those checks to Bible Boot Camp Ministries. Those proceeds go to support the Bible Talk program. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. We're going to go to the uh, phone line. Do we have anyone on the phone line? Joe, how you doing, Joe? Fine, Pastor. How are you today? Good, good. Long time no here. It's been a little while. It's been a little while. Uh, But I I like that uh, challenge concerning reincarnation because you hear a lot of Christians uh, talking about, well, karma this and karma that and et cetera. Right. But uh, I see Matthew is making that statement in chapter 11. But what I see is, is that he's, well, I should say making the fulfillment about Elijah in, in the book of, um, what's this young man's name? Malachi. Malachi 4, chapter 4, verse 5, where um, John the Baptist is a type of uh, Elijah. Okay, so you think that here he is saying that what really is going on is that Elijah, uh, that John the Baptist is not Elijah, but he is a a, a type of him in a sense. Yes. Uh, Elaborate a little more on that for us. What do you mean, my friend? Uh, When I say type, I'm saying that he is doing the work of, you know, and and he's bringing, he well he's bringing the fulfillment of the scripture, but it's not Elijah himself. Okay. Okay. So he's bringing the fulfillment of the scripture. Uh, it's not Elijah himself, but uh, uh, you say he's uh, symbolically somehow Elijah. Yeah, he's a type. And matter of fact, you know how they say that um, uh, Joseph is a type of Christ? Uh-huh. And, and yes. you see these different used. men from the Old Testament uh, being a type of Christ, not Christ himself. Uh-huh. That's all, all right. I'm saying. Okay, well, uh, what you're saying makes a lot of sense, all right, because definitely uh, typology, as you know, very well as a part of hermeneutics. And so, therefore, what happens in typology is that uh, the experiences of uh, Old Testament heroes like Moses and Elijah and others uh, symbolically can represent other uh, ministries that could take place in the future, things of this nature. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is good, okay, very good. Where, now Jesus said it here. Here he said it that, uh, that, that, you know, John the Baptist was Elijah who was to come? Is there any place else that you can think of, my friend, where, in fact, Jesus says this, um, uh, maybe in an even more direct fashion? 
Wow, you're making me use my poor little old mind now. Well, I got you because I know how brilliant you are, and I've got to give you a challenge. You know, you do not feel good unless you call on the Bible Talk program, and then you're sweating a little bit when you leave. Now, you know that. <laughs> okay. Now, if, well, would you would you be referring to the fact where they uh, where Elijah and Moses appeared at the uh, transfiguration of Jesus? Well, what happens is, and and, and that's a fantastic uh, one to bring up, right? Over on the Mount of Transfiguration, which happens in in, in Matthew uh, sixteen, there, of course, we see that that actually was Elijah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was there. Okay. So in that sense, uh, it, it wouldn't fit. But it does show, uh, what it continues to show is how prominent Elijah is in uh, biblical prophecy. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing. Okay. So that's not exactly what I was looking for. But uh, you, you started the ball rolling because you, you got it right. But definitely one thing we can say is that uh, Jesus was presenting uh, Eli- uh, John the Baptist as being a type. Okay, uh, of uh, of Elijah, he was. Okay, yeah. okay. All okay. right. Well, maybe you, somebody a, a little smarter than me can bring it on out or bring it on oh, home. That's gonna be hard to find. But uh, you're gonna <laughs> let him call. Number to call: area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Taking a break, and we'll be right back. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure, or maybe he's on anxiety meds mm-hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you got to say that again. Go ahead. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, a uh-huh. million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou. He's like you. 800-555-2085. That's 800-555-2085. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Right here in America, every day, more than 30 million children rely on school for food, eating breakfast or lunch, oftentimes both, at school. With 97% of schools closed, many for the rest of the school year, many families will be hard-pressed to keep children from going hungry without help. For more than 100 years, Save the Children has been meeting the needs of children and families around the world, and right here at home, every day and in times of crisis. And right now, with your help, we're making sure that children get the nutrition they need until school is back in session. Your gift of $100 can provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner for 10 out-of-school children in need for one day. Call 888-884-4836, and for just $100, you can fill 10 bellies for one day with Save the Children. Call 888-884-4836. 4836 or give online at faithtalkdetroit.com. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. 
Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss, and we've got Tony on the line. Let's see what Tony can add to our discussion. How you doing, Tony? Good, Pastor. Uh, the scripture you're looking for is Luke uh, 1, uh, 17, uh, Jesus speaking of John the Baptist, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah. Wow. Yep. You're exactly right. You are exactly right. This is the one that we're looking I, for. I, I, uh, I'm glad. Uh, I, I'm, uh, I'm kind of glad Joe didn't get it because I couldn't flip through my concordance fast enough. And I thought I was going to have to do like Peter didn't say. Uh, also, as he saith in another scripture, which I know is in the Bible, but Peter didn't give the address, of course, when he was preaching. He just used to say, <laughs> well, well, you and Joe both he did knew a good job. There. And you're right. He knew. Yes. Over here in Luke chapter 1, uh, verse 16, And many of the children of Israel shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, and to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So you're right. We see right here that uh, it was describing his ministry, and actually Joe was uh, 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 right, too. He just couldn't give that address. So you gave that address to, um, uh, to help to demonstrate that. So you did real good as well. But still, Tony, Thank you. I've got a little question for you. Okay. And that question is, the question is, where else do we find something like this happening in the Bible? Oh, oh. So the spirit of like Elijah here and kind of thing. Where do we see that again? You're, All right, I, I, I can, I can hear your brain. I, I can hear your brain working from here. You already yeah, started for the day. All right, so well, I'm going to let right. you go. You did a great, get, okay. great job. Maybe uh, one of your brothers or sisters out there in the uh, listening land can help you. Thank you, brother. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, what is amazing in the Bible, what I find amazing about it, is how the Bible explains itself. 
Uh, and so actually what we're engaging in here, uh, all of you who are in the listening audience, uh, would be what we call uh, hermeneutics and systematic theology, right? Uh, following the analogy of faith that uh, there are always more than one scripture that throws light on a particular subject. And we're seeing that work out in grand style here, okay? Uh, very fascinating that John the Baptist, Jesus said he had that Elijah which was to come, all right? He didn't mean, actually, that in reincarnation of, any, of Elijah, Elijah could have been reincarnated anyway because he didn't die, which is something that has happened. Uh, but he was talking about uh, John the Baptist, and it was something that was said about John at his birth over Luke in the first chapter. But this is not the only place where we see something like this. Now, I'll give you, those of you who are listening, the biggest clue. We see something like this happening in the Old Testament. Yes, we have a similar thing that happens as what Jesus described in the New Testament taking place in the Old Testament, right? Okay. Where is it at? Can you find it? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible talk with Pastor Emory Moss looking at actually refuting reincarnation and then defending the Bible against those who want to say that the Bible teaches something that it doesn't, okay? Uh, and so definitely, if reincarnation is in there, then they have to prove it, because so far, from what we can see here, then with John the Baptist and there's other uh, things we can look to, there's no place that the Bible supports the doctrine of uh, reincarnation. Now, we know it doesn't. Uh, while I'm waiting for you to call, I'll give you this one. Here is the verse that absolutely knocks a hole in the whole subject of reincarnation. It's very clear. That is why if you find someone who believes in reincarnation, the one thing you know, they're not a Christian. Because Christianity is resurrectional, not reincarnational at all. Right? Because the Bible teaches clearly against it. And uh, always remember that. There's certain things in the Bible... You know, there's certain things that we probably won't know all about till we get to heaven. But there's some things we can know for sure. And one of them is to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Second Corinthians 5 eight. There's no reincarnation. And we see in Hebrews chapter 9, right, where it says at verse 27, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment. Right? That's what it says. It is appointed unto man once to die. Then after that, the judgment. That's Hebrews 9.27. It didn't say, the Bible does not say, it was appointed unto man to live, to die, come back again, live and die, come back again, come back as an antelope, come back as a frog, come back as a deer. And it doesn't say anything like that, okay? Once to die, after that, the judgment. So the Bible absolutely, absolutely, in no uncertain terms, shuts the door on the whole subject of reincarnation. And one thing you can be sure of is if a person believes in reincarnation, they're not a person who believes in Christianity. That's just the way it is. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. So we still got time for you to find out where in the Bible, and, I, and the biggest clue I can give you, where in the Old Testament is something like this happening, all right? Okay. Where is there something like this happening? Where basically 
we see, in a sense, this is what is being talked about uh, by the Gospels, right, in Luke, where that the ministry that uh, Elijah had was kind of passed on to John the Baptist. Eh? In fact, they wore similar clothes, which were the prophetic clothes, uh, you know, where you, uh, they weren't dressed up in fine rags, right? They were dressed up uh, looking like sheep herders, uh, and they were eating uh, what we would call grasshoppers and locusts, all right, in honey. I don't know, the honey part sounds good. The locust part, I don't know. But in other words, it's like that the, the ministry of Elijah, okay, uh, spiritually passed on to John the Baptist, okay? Now, uh, the Bible always throws, throws light upon itself. So there's somewhere else in the Bible that this is talked about. It's talked about in a similar fashion, okay? Uh, where is that? Can you find it? Have you read your Bible enough to remember where we see this happening again, where uh, someone else's, uh, or let's put it this way, this, the ministry of someone else is passed on to others, okay? And it's described as the Spirit coming upon them. Mm. Where is that at? Where can you find it? Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. It'd be on the air. Where else in the Bible do we see where the ministry of a person is passed on to another person? And it's described as the spirit comes upon the other people. Wow. Now we call here code 866-423-9578. Uh, Vanessa, how are you doing, Vanessa? Pastor Moss, how are you doing today? Real good. How are you? I'm doing good. I had um, something I wanted to throw up there. I hope it's not a topic, but I've already thought that the only two men who never died were Enoch and Elijah. And I always assumed that these would be the two men that were in Zechariah chapter 4. And they were all two witnesses. Zechariah chapter 4, like verse 14, and also the same two witnesses that are in Revelation chapter 11. Okay, I'm having, so you said something about uh, chapter 11? Yes, it's high Zechariah 4, verse 14, to Revelation 11, verse 3, that those two witnesses are Elijah and Enoch, because they're the only two men that never died. Okay, so I just trust you. Oh, first of all, you went to the book of Revelation and you're about the two witnesses. And the two witnesses are some very interesting fellows. Did you, you, you admit, you're talking about them? Yes, I was talking about the two witnesses there during Zechariah. I got really bad reception here, but the two witnesses that are in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 14. Uh -huh. That one would be Elijah and one would be Enoch. They would be the two witnesses that are in the book of Revelation. Well, what happens is, yeah, that, it's, it's interesting when we look at that. Uh, because of the fact that these are two witnesses, uh, the, uh, the, the Bible doesn't name them. So here's the question I have for you. The Bible doesn't name them. So why would you uh, uh, say that uh, uh, the two folks that you name? Well, they were both prophets, and they're the only two men that went to heaven without dying. And in the book of Revelation, they're killed on the 
Okay. So, so you so you say they uh they did not. I'm having difficulty hearing you. solution that keeps growing by leaps and bounds. The reason? Strategies. Everybody out there has all the digital advertising products your business wants, but the strategies you need, well, as a small business owner, you're on your own. Enter Salem Surround. We're more than products. We design a comprehensive digital strategy with the components you can't find anywhere else, branded audio. How about we target your best customers with proven digital tactics, lead them down the customer journey, and introduce them to you. Tell your story. Sell your product with branded audio. If you're tired of digital products being pitched at you, it's time for our one-stop digital marketing partner. Let's talk about your strategy today. Go to SalemSurroundDetroit.com. That's SalemSurroundDetroit.com. Hello again, Bruce Parman, our financial advisor with Clear Horizon Wealth Advisors. Please join us on Wednesday from 3 to 4 o'clock for the Investing by Faith show, where we help you align your faith and your values with what you've been entrusted. Just before Run to Win, here on Faith Talk Detroit Radio, WLQV. Hello, friends. This is Tom Kitterman, host of Mornings with Meaning, and I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us at 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Listen, choose News Talk, and scroll down to Faith Talk Detroit. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866 423 9578. Area code 866 423 9578. 
to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Henry Moss. And is our caller still with us? Can you hear me better? Yes, I can, Pastor Moss. Okay, okay. Well, listen, you did an excellent job. You were talking about the two witnesses over in the book of Revelation, right? Right, and you wanted an Old Testament verse. I was thinking of Zechariah chapter 4, verse uh, 14, the two witnesses. Yeah, I would say that you're right on there. Now, the thing that's so interesting about about all of this is that uh, while we can surmise, the Scripture doesn't come right out and tell us that. But we know no, that what we see in not. Revelation chapter 11 corresponds to what you're looking at over in Zechariah, uh, because it says in Revelation 11 and 3, and if any man will hurt them, that's these two olive trees are witnesses, uh, fire proceeds out of their mouth and devours their enemies, and if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. Now, fire, uh, I'm sure as you know, is associated a lot with uh, Elijah, right? Correct. Yeah, exactly right. Then at six, these have power to shut heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy, and have power over the waters to turn them to blood, and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. So we do see now the blood part, that kind of reminds me of Moses uh, dealing with Egypt, where the waters were turned into blood. Is that where your thinking is as well? Yes, but Moses, we know, died. Enoch didn't die, and he did make a prophecy. He says, uh, the Lord is coming with thousands of his holy ones. So he was a prophet, and I kind of looked at it. It was the two dispensations, the Jew and Gentile, the one new man, because we're coming up to Pentecost. Uh, It would be the Jewish feast of Shavuot, where they waved two two, uh, loaves of bread with wheat in it symbolizing, uh-huh. you know, one for the Jew, one for the Gentile. So I'm just thinking Enoch and Elijah. Okay, Enoch and Elijah. Now, of course, uh, uh, well, with both of them, I guess there would be um, uh, some difficulty. Enoch, as you know, did not die. Okay, He went into heaven. Right. But the only way you can get into heaven is to have what kind of a body? Well, the Lord would have to translate your body. To change yeah. it, because the and, human body and is not body, made for it. it. There you go. In other words, you'd have to have a, you'd have to have a glorified body. You don't go into heaven with a human body as such. It's changed, transformed by Jesus' life. Uh, and then, uh, so you know, and then if the other one was uh, uh, was uh, Moses, Elijah, uh, you know, or Elijah, the other was Elijah, then of course uh, he would go into heaven also, and in a glorified body. And we don't see any place where, if you have a glorified body, you can come back and die again, because those bodies are eternal But there is an bodies. exception of Paul. Paul was translated to the third heaven, and he came yeah, back and he, died a natural death. He was executed. Yeah, well, but he said, though, remember, Paul described his situation not as his body going. He says whether in or out of his body, he did not know. So it was as if that he had a spiritual uh, revelation, because he said he didn't know. We can't say that he went in his body, because he said he didn't know. Whether in or out of it, he didn't know. God was giving him a spiritual revelation. But in, but definitely, when it comes down to, uh, to Enoch and Elijah, they went in their bodies, and they were glorified bodies. And can you really, and then it's possible that they could come back and then maybe fake death, I don't know, but definitely uh, to die for real, and those bodies are supposed to be everlasting ones. But 
But right. again, though, what you've shown us, what you've shown us is the similarity. How the ministry of these two witnesses is compared to the ministries of those of old. That is the key point here. That ministries, uh, that uh, that ministry is that's what God does, not what a person does. And so we could take uh, an anointing that was resting upon them and, in a sense, pass it to others. So, yeah, great job. I appreciate your comment. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. You have a great evening. God bless you, sir. Thank you. God bless you for uh, giving us an insight into our text. Remember to call area code 866 on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Amy Moss. Is it, is it time for a break, Marcus? Gary? Gary, how you doing? Hello? Yes, Gary, you're on the air. Uh, yes, I'm not hearing you clear, but... um. The situation we're in, I'm thankful that you have spiritual guidance. The Bible said the Holy Ghost will lead and guide us in all truth. And I'd like to read some scriptures uh, about how we should behave during this time of the pandemic. In First uh, Timothy, the second chapter, uh, I, I guess I'll read it. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior. And then also in uh, 2 Peter, uh, verse 9, the second chapter says, The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly then that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise government. Presentous are they self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil with dignities. Well, you're a pastor, and you're in a hot zone there in Detroit. We want to pray for you there. And um, in your position, uh, when are you going to open your church? Well, I'm doing what uh, other churches are doing. In terms of the building itself, our ministry continues to go on. But we are waiting to make sure that we don't do anything to put anybody in danger. So we're uh, just waiting. Uh, the 28th is supposed to be another uh, important date. So we're going to wait uh, uh, for that and see what happens. But our ministry goes on. In fact, I think that our ministry is being well, blessed in that regard because we're still able to what, – what the church is saying to the world now, we don't need buildings well, to continue our work. We're still the church. Well, past, and our job is to go out into all the uh, world and teach the gospel to every creature. So that's where we're at. And I want to stop it right there, Gary. That's the message I want to give, that that's what we need to realize. The church used to meet in homes. They didn't meet in cathedrals and buildings. It's all right to have buildings, but the buildings are not the church. The church are the people. And so, therefore, the ministry uh, continues, and uh, and all of us as saints know that. Uh, We're not – this, in fact, uh, uh, could be a blessing to the church in one sense. It shows us that – and it shows the devil that we're not giving up. Because of what happens in the world. Thank you for calling. The number to call area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. Area code eight six six four two three nine five seven eight to be on the air Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, definitely some good comments on the uh, scriptures today. It's good to see that we have so many Bible students out there and uh, Bible teachers out there who like to talk about the Bible. That's what it's all about. It's strictly biblical. Tomorrow we have a prophecy class. Uh, which will be at 11 o'clock. It's going to be a uh, live streaming uh, conference call, but I have a technician who does all this. You can find out how to log on to that Bible study, though. 
by just going to strictlybiblical.org, and uh, we can tell you how to uh, hook it up, give you the password and everything, so that you can participate in that particular class. So if you're interested in biblical prophecy, that's Tuesday, 11 o'clock until 1230. Uh, we'll be on here live streaming. Uh, I hear right from my spread phone dealing with uh, uh, this and talking to you and dealing with biblical prophecy. The program, we still have some time left. The number to call is area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any question you have about the Word of God is welcome here. We've been looking at some uh, interesting scriptures dealing with ministry, how John the Baptist uh, was called Elijah. Okay? He was a type of Elijah and that he shared in his ministry. And then someone took us to Numbers chapter 11. That's a key place, a key place, because we see here uh, something very similar happening. Okay, uh, And to give a, a backdrop to this, in Numbers 11, um, basically Moses was being overworked. He was doing so much, though, he needed help. Okay, um, And so he prayed to the Lord about it okay, uh, to see if the Lord would give him some help. In other words, raise up some other leaders so that uh, it didn't uh, all have to fall on him. So that's basically what he was saying. Here in Numbers 11, let's hear it in his own words. This is uh, Moses in his own words, Numbers chapter 11 and verse 14. He says, I'm not able to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy for me. <laughs> that's what he told God. Him, him and God, God were close. Verse 15 and if thou deal thus with me, kill me, I pray thee, out of hand, if I have found favor in thy sight, and let me not see my wretchedness. In fact, Moses would say, God, if you don't help me, just kill me. Well, you know, I've been in ministry for years. It hasn't gotten that bad yet, and I hope it never does. But uh, that's where he was, okay? Uh, verse 16, and the Lord said unto Moses, okay, Moses asked for help. The Lord said unto Moses, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be the elders of the people and officers over them and bring them under the tabernacle of the congregation that they may stand there with thee. Okay. Then he said this. Now watch the language. It's very interesting. Verse 17. And I will come down and talk with thee there. And I will take of the spirit. Okay. Which is upon thee. Now he wasn't talking about Moses' spirit or taking Moses out of his body. He was talking about the spiritual ministry that he'd given Moses, the power, the anointing that Moses had uh, from the Holy Spirit. And I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take of the spirit which is upon thee and will put it upon them. And they shall bear the burden of the people with thee, that thou bear it not thyself alone. Okay? So that's what he told him. Okay? So notice how when he says, the Spirit takes the Spirit, the anointing that was on Moses, and give it to others so that they could share with him in the ministry. Uh, in fact, it's further described in uh, Numbers eleven twenty four, and it's just fascinating. And Moses went out and told the people the words of the Lord and gathered the 70 men of the elders of the people and set them round about the tabernacle. And the Lord came down in a cloud and spake unto him, and then look at this language, and took of the spirit that was upon him and gave it unto the 70 elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. 
<laughs> so the uh, ability to prophesy, the supernatural ability to be able to uh, uh, to carry the words of God was extended to these 70, all right? Uh, and uh, I'm sure that was uh, that was something to behold. In fact, it was quite shocking to some when they saw it. And it says, uh, verse 26, that there remained two of the men in the camp. The name of the one was Ildad, and the name of the other, Medad. And the Spirit rested upon them. And they were of them um, uh, which were written but went not out unto the tabernacle. And they prophesied in the camp. Okay, so they didn't come to the tabernacle, but still God uh, ordained them to be leaders. And so the spirit that was on Moses was visited upon them, and they prophesied in the camp. Uh, and there was a, a, a young man and told Moses and said, Ill dad and me dad do prophesy in the camp. Well, we're going to tell you what happens here, but I think we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. It came at 2.41 a.m. on the 7th of May, 1945, the final unconditional surrender of Nazi forces. The surrender came as Nazi General Alfred Yodel signed the unconditional surrender, which at that point was only 234 words in five paragraphs. That's all it took. But actually behind it, what it took was the death of approximately 100 million human beings in both theaters of the war. It took the largest military effort in all of human history to defeat Nazi Germany, and the unconditional surrender to which the Allied forces had agreed was absolutely necessary. Finally, it was in hand. Dwight David Eisenhower, the Supreme Commander of Allied Forces, would call General Omar Bradley and say simply, Brad, it's over. And it was. Sometimes human history comes down to moments like that, moments we dare not forget. Now, 75 years later, I'm Albert Moeller. Sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom. The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel the timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-515-1771. That's 800-515-1771. It's a story many of us heard when we were children. Jonah, the prophet, swallowed by the big fish. The tale is intriguing and dramatic, but what can we learn from Jonah's experience? That's our subject all this week on Truth For Life with Alistair Begg. Alistair Begg, weekday mornings at 8.30 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500, Faith Talk, Detroit. Hello, friends. This is Daryl Wood, host of Run to Win. I've got some exciting news in addition to listening to us on Faith Talk FM 92.7 and AM 1500. You can now stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap Choose News Talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. 
Either way, it sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. You're going to be here, Bible Talk with Pastor Henry Moss, and good to be with so many of you uh, during these times where we're facing so much, but at the same time, nothing stops us from still fellowshipping and teaching and preaching the Word of God. I've been looking at a subject, uh, very interesting here, where Moses needed help, and so uh, God provided it. Uh, he took of the spirit, the anointing that he placed on Moses, and gave it to some other elders. Uh, when this happened, it was very interesting, in um, Numbers chapter 11, verse 27, and there ran a young man and told Moses and says, him, dad, and me, dad, you prophesy in the camp. Okay? They, they were upset about it. Okay? Verse 28, and Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of Moses, one of his young men, answered and said, my, my, uh, my Lord Moses, forbid them. Okay? One of Moses... Stop these guys from prophesying. You're the only one who should be prophesying. <laughs> no, that's not the way it is. God uh, uses uh, us in ministry. He gives us various uh, gifts. And we never should be jealous uh, or concerned about someone's, someone else's gifting. God uses us all. It, it takes more than one to do the work of the Lord. So we shouldn't be jealous about uh, teachers or uh, ministries are in any capacity. We all should work together. But these guys, they, they wanted Moses to be the only one. But Moses had sense. Verse 29, Numbers 11, 29, And Moses said unto him, He says, Envious thou for my sake? Moses said, Would God that all the Lord's people were prophets, and that the Lord would put his spirit upon all of them. Okay? In other words, Moses was glad for the help. Okay? And that's the way we should all be. Okay? In fact, I heard somewhere, and I agree with it, that every teacher who teaches the Bible, who teaches the Word of God, should try to cause his students to know more than he knows. Yeah, that's right. That doesn't put you down, but that makes you the kind of teacher that you're supposed to be. Okay? It's your students, you should train them to know more than you do. Do a better job than you've done. That's your job as a teacher. Not to be jealous. Because remember, at the end of the day, when all of this is over, the only person who gets the praise and the glory and the honor is Jesus Christ. When we get to heaven, nobody's looking at ones down here who are great. All of us are headed to the throne, but we're told to boldly approach the throne of grace. Oh, yes, we'll be glad to have crowns that we receive from Jesus Christ. But remember, all we will want to do is to take those crowns off of our head and throw them at his feet. That's what it's all about. To God be the glory. To Jesus be be the glory. So don't let that infighting take place in your church. And don't exalt yourself because God can bring you down. All you've got to do is serve God with the gifts that he's given you with the ability that he's given you to do so, and you will be fine. Okay? Don't be jealous of anyone because there's nothing you do that you're doing alone. 
everything you're doing, if you're doing it for Christ, it's because of his guidance and because of his power. And always remember this, if God be for you, who can be against you? All you've got to do is not win fame and fortune, no. All you've got to do, my friend, is serve the Lord. Well, this is Pastor Moss, and as always, the time goes by so quickly. I appreciate all of you being here and a part of this program. Uh, Definitely, we're watching like everyone else, hoping that on the 28th, things may get back to normal, see what's going to happen about things opening up, and until then, the ministry goes on. You can reach us, strictlybiblical.org, for sermons uh, that are being preached. Uh, My 11 o'clock service is available to you. Uh, Then there are some services that you can see uh, uh, from ones you missed already uh, from a few months uh, ago. They're available as well. Definitely, I'll be preaching uh, this Sunday at 11 o'clock. You can get that message. And I'm preaching from the book of Revelation. That's right. Don't want to miss it. Uh, Sermons coming from the book of Revelation. So I encourage you to come and uh, be a part of that. And remember, if you want to support this radio ministry, you can by sending those donations to P.O. Box. 05879, that's P.O. Box 05879, Detroit, Michigan, 48205. Make out those checks to Bible Bootcamp Ministries. We'd appreciate it very much. Those proceeds go to keep this radio show on the air. We appreciate it. We are listeners, support it, and listener funded. And uh, we hope to be able to continue to hear from you. All right? What should you do? Stay in, right? Don't go out unless you have to. And enjoy yourself as you read your Bibles, okay? Amen. Read your Bible. Uh, prepare ourselves our ongoing ministry. God's going to bless us. This is Pastor Mark. Thank you, God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.